previously on Abandoned Quest. Is anybody a healer? I need a healer. But you're getting blood all over my carpet. You can't just attack the city guard. You wouldn't happen to have seen like a really super handsome guy? They seem to be heading towards the docks. If you tell anyone that we were here, I will kill you. Captain. Oh, hi. I was there that night, yes. I think that means he wants a bribe. Remer never, Ember. Just another rich, spoiled noble who likes to rub our noses in it. Why don't you show us where this candlestick place is? Don't you want me back on the ship, or? Nah, you can come with us. You see blades and boots and buildings like these are basically where cell swords are born. As you close the window, it shatters. Oh. <laughs> You see the corpses of a dozen people strewn about the room. But it just seems odd to find a pile of corpses for both sides. All right, maybe they were killed by the same people? And suddenly, Kenku pour out from over the railing, knives in their hands. Everybody roll initiative. You have one chance to say something useful, or I will murder you. Tie up the pretty boy in the back room. Oh, oh my God, he's here. I pull out the royal sword and just point it at him. What's your name? My name is Renair Neverember. Well, wrong pretty boy. It is chaos in Waterdeep. After escaping the city watch and regrouping at the old Zoblob Curiosity Shop, the four of you pursued your leads to the Skewered Dragon, where you aggressively negotiated with a member of Blitz's crew, poor Copper Silwop forcing him to lead you to the Zenterum hideout in a warehouse on Candle Lane. Once there, you discovered another massacre, seemingly caused by a skirmish between the Zenterum and Xanathar guilds. You were ambushed by bird-like Kenku assassins, and poor Copper escaped in the commotion. You captured and interrogated one of the Xanathar Kenku, until they revealed the location of their pretty boy hostage. Hoping to finally find Floon, you search the back room, only to discover their hostage was the Waterdavian noble, Renair Neverember, who you now have at Swordpoint. Hello, good people. Is it too much to hope that this might be a rescue? You're not- uh, Renier, your your father will be very disappointed in you. <laughs> How is your Lord Father? I'm very pleased he will be owing me a favor. I'm sorry, friend. I I don't seem to recognize you. No, Rainier, last time I saw you, you were oh only yay high. Up to my up to my like calves, maybe, because I'm a massive person. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I seem to recall some big knees. Uh might I inquire as to your name once again, good fellow? I am Brayden Stabiner. Perhaps you have heard my name whispered in hushed conversations and corners and shadows. I certainly have. I believe my father had a concern with your fine business, but it's good it's good to see you again, Brayden, especially under these uh Hurried circumstances. I don't mind a suit as broad as yours joining me here. And I don't mind your father owing me a favor. So I am happy to have rescued you. Well, you won't be alone on that score. I've come here searching for Floon. Hey! <laughs> You're here searching for Floon? Yes, I've come here searching for Floon. I assume you all are friends of Volos. Friends would be putting it... Uh, friends, sure. Yes, friends. 
What a sketchy thing to say. <laughs> yes, Volo said he would hire help, but um, having met Volo, I think you could understand my desire to come here and sort things out myself. And how did that turn out? Well, here I am in this stink pile, so as you can see, things have been better in my life. Yes, I think it is a stink pile. We, we should leave. Have you found Floon? Is he okay? No, we found you. Not yet. We were hoping you were him. Yes, I, I think you're not the only ones. There is not a doubt in my mind that Floon was taken in place of the real target. Me. Uh, but uh, <laughs> forgive me, uh, and he turns to the rest of the group there. Might I get your names like normal conversation goes? Mazer Tistin. A pleasure. And he kisses your hand. She like pulls it back while he's doing it. Thanks. No, no. My my apologies, you know, court and all that. I'm sure my face is quite dirty. Uh, not usually one for the ham kissing type because, I mean, well, she just like points to herself like, I'm a drow. Yes, I, I see. I've made an enormous error here, and I I do apologize <laughs> to you, of course. And he throws you a gold coin. She catches it like midair, like she's a trained baseball player. <laughs> cool, thanks. We're just handing those out, like no big deal. All right. And and who might we be, you you <laughs> radiant creature? Zig, you might know my establishment if you've been in town. The alibi. We should go there instead of being in this dark, <laughs> weird place of criminals. Hold on, there's a bunch of stuff you haven't looted yet. You're at the alibi, you said? <laughs> yes, uh, loot first, leave later. <laughs> okay, we are wanted by the police, but all right. Also, a uh, person we just met. Renan Never Ember. Would you happen to have a healing potion on you? We have a... <laughs> so Blitz is just like on the ground, like while everyone's like introducing themselves, like raising her hand like, uh, and then just falls <laughs> Oh, good lord. I, I don't have any myself, but I have seen them being handed out from the crates. You know, this is a supply warehouse they use for crime and outfitting, so I'm sure if you look through some of these crates... On it. Yeah, just uh, face down on the ground, just raises hand slightly with a thumbs up, and <laughs> collapses again. <laughs> My word. Perception good, Donnie? Uh, roll an investigation. Investigation. But it's, but it's so much worse. I, I found nothing. I got an eight. <laughs> Mine's good. I was going to do the same thing. So hold on. I'll do the same thing. Okay. 17. Yay. 17. Okay. So you find one crate packed with straw and you sort of pry it open with a crowbar that's sitting right there. And inside you find, what's the word here? In What's the, the indents? You see a bunch of empty spaces where straw was once packed around. Oh. But you do see one remaining health potion. No. Oh, nice. She grabs it and she just runs right over to Blitz. She does like the old school, like puts her hand underneath her head and like tilts her head back to like try to <laughs> get her potion. <laughs> now kiss. Yeah. So I'm just feeding her, or feeding her the potion very slowly. And Rainier, this fine person on the ground who is being revived, is my young ward. She's been learning a lot today. <laughs> yes, it seems like your education has gone very well. Very forward, are you? It's one way to put it, yeah. Get right in there. So you're going to be regaining 2d4 plus 2. Okay. One second, please. Four. <laughs> it's a total of four. Fantastic. Ah, you're spilling it everywhere. Drink it more carefully. <laughs> Blur, perhaps we should leave this crime scene that we're in. Mm-hmm. Dragon Woman. Yes. Have you a name now? 
Blitz Aviano sets. Ah, a pleasure. <laughs> My young ward, this is Rainier Neverember. He's a fancy man. That's great. I'm still feeling really nauseous, so I'm just going to sit here for a minute. Oh, no, <laughs> absolutely. Why would someone training to be a magistrate business person in Waterdeep want to get to know a noble? Of course, how silly of me. <laughs> okay, mister, give me a minute. I was just almost dead. <laughs> yes, let's all go to someplace uh, more comfortable. If only one of us owned a club or something. Oh, so no one wants to know what I know about the mystery at all then. <laughs> <laughs> No, we want you to come with us back to the bar where we will be safe-ish. First of all, listen, tell me what you know and then we can decide something. Please forget forget my foolish friends over here. Please tell me everything. Wow, that was quite the emotional journey across that threat, but I'm glad where we ended up. <laughs> of course, so that night... Flu was too red in the cheek to make his way home properly, so I offered my arm and escort. We left the steward dragon, but because of those damned slow lamplighters failing to perform their public duty, there was very little light, and we failed to perceive that we were being followed. I was struck in the back of the head and everything went fuzzy, but I gave my attackers what for long enough to see Flume being dragged away by black-clad bandits. Before I could seize my friend, Creatures and robes leapt out from the shadow, and it was plain to see that I was outmatched. I escaped and took refuge in a disused bait emporium, where I quickly sent word to Volo at the yawning portal, and then, with a moment to rest, I started piercing things together. Being jumped in the dark ward was one thing, but by two groups simultaneously. These were no magas, but agents in the guild war, Zintirim and Zenithar. And if that were true, then they would have no use for Flume, and must have taken him in error, thinking he were me. As I'm sure you're well aware, my father Daigold Never Ember was once the open lord of Waterdeep, and during this time it is said he embezzled an enormous sum of golden dragons and hid it somewhere in the city, to be smuggled out at some future date. Did he do that? Uh, if he did, uh, it's not the sort of thing he would tell his children. You're not involved in your father's business? No, I'm involved in my father's business, but that's about it. Then you know these things? I don't know. A lot of people don't write crime down in their ledgers. <laughs> Are you any different? I mean, our family definitely makes sure that we know what is going on in the business, whether it is above board or below board or in the middle. And so far, all of her crimes have been committed in public. <laughs> like in the open street. I congratulate you on your good relationship with your family. Now. Thank you. These are only rumors, of course. But the Xenithar somehow obtained an artifact of my father's known as the Stone of Galore, oh. which might somehow give them access to the secret Vault of Dragons. However, before they could make use of it, the artifact was stolen. Naturally. And it was quickly assumed the Zinterim were the culprits. Thus begin the gang war that threatens to destroy the public safety of this fine city. Okay, so they want a stone so that they can find your dad's money. So it would seem. Uh-huh. Okay. It is plain to see that neither party has the stone and sought my capture in desperation, thinking either to ransom me or that my father might have entrusted me with something so important. But alas, he did not. So everyone's going crazy over a rock? Indeed. It's gotta have something. 
What do you know? Come on. I assure you I am being forthright. I try to avoid this sort of high magical subterfuge, and ironically, I only learned the things I'm telling you now by bribing my way through the Dark Ward in pursuit of Flume. I have no interest in adding to my father's coffers, which remain considerable. But Floon is a true friend, with no care for my name or status. He turns to you, Brayden, pleading and apologetic, but firm in his stance. I know this is not typical of those of your status. Believe me, I do not appreciate the imposition either. But help me rescue my friend Floon, and I'll make sure the Lords of Waterdeep smile on whatever venture you and your young ward put forth this coming season. Also, apparently, we might come across the Stone of Galore, which I'd be more than happy to turn over to you. He turns to Zig. Something like that could be a valuable bargaining chip with the gangs of the city. Then to Misra. Or be the key to riches beyond your wildest imagination. Whichever. Okay, team meeting real quick. <laughs> and we huddle. Yeah, Blitz get, finally gets up off the floor and walks over to you guys. Rainier very politely goes to the other side of the room and starts uh, going through crates. He finds like a, a rapier and starts swinging it around. Miser just yells, dibs on any more healing potions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, my young warrior. Okay, yes. so he wants us to find the friend that we're already looking for. So I don't see a downside, but I'm willing to discuss if there is a downside that I am just not seeing. I'm less than eager to get his people involved, but if they can help us in terms of transport and materials and, I don't know, more healing potions, then I'm willing to give it a shot. <laughs> well, in terms of a business venture, we just had a huge uh, profitable thing happen because we met Rainier Neverember, and he's like super rich and valuable. He would be an extremely valuable hostage if we just want to run off with him. Oh. In terms of the investigation we find ourselves in, uh, he's pretty much a dead end. He doesn't tell us anything we don't already know. We need a lead. Wait, what if we kidnap him and keep him in the alibi? Also, he's insisting he has more to tell us. Which we could get out of him if... Yes, let's not call it a kidnapping, though, if we can. Let's see if we can make him go there like <laughs> okay. of his own free will. That's how I like to do things, mm, you know, convince okay. him it's in his best interest. Okay. I leave this to you, my young ward. Okay. Convince him. No, I think that's a really good idea. Let's go with that. Okay. And break. Uh, can we look through more of these crates, though? Because there are things... And I like shiny things, and I feel like there might be shiny things in these crates. I will remind you that earlier you um, blew lightning in the face of a police officer, and they are currently looking mm. for us. So weigh that when you are thinking about okay. how long you want to spend right. looking through boxes. I'm just saying. Okay, I just I open one box, and okay. then we go. Just, That's fair. Just one. Sure. Okay, great. Is that investigation? Yes, roll an investigation check. I mean, op open all the boxes. Twenty if bitches. You want. Oh yeah. Ooh. Oh boy. What up? <laughs> uh, Blitz. Lucky for you because you notice a cut in the wall in the shape of a door. The door opens to a secret room, barely large enough for the three crates inside of it. Oh shit. 
Wait, I just found a secret room with crates in it. It's like, it's not like a huge room. It's like a big closet, but there are three crates like right next to each other and you may open them as you will. They're like wooden crates. It looks like there might've been stamps on them once, but they have been painted over hastily in black paint. So you're not sure what's inside of them. I might be changing my position on looking around here. Why don't you find out what's in your secret crates? I open the crates. Okay, let's do the first crate. Inside, there are four flawless reproductions of the woman bearing her breast beside the bowl of fruit. And the sophisticates among you know that these are each worth somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 50 gold pieces. Okay, I pull them out. Guys, I found some paintings. Next crate. (laughs) Uh, The second crate, which looks typical of caravans you might see on the road, contains 15 10 pound silver trade bars. They're black from corrosion, but they're easily worth 50 gold pieces each. Wait, what is, what's a trade bar? It's like a silver bar, you know? Oh, okay. Okay, I found some silver, not my thing, but, you know, <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's not gold. It's not so gold. take it away. But, uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's stuff. Also, I messed up. The paintings are worth 75 each. Okay. Next. And the last crate you open, and it is full of bottles stamped with the familiar logo of Equinox Gardens. It is a stolen case of Brayden's wine. Oh, shit. Uh, Brayden? Aha, at last I have revealed my secret reason for going on this crazy adventure. (laughs) I have recovered the stolen crate. Wait, really? Excellent work, my young war. Wait, are you being serious right now? No, but I think that it's pretty great that we found them. It was bothering me. Oh, okay. I was like, what? No, twist? What? Who? You got me. But we do we do definitely need to take all of those, yes. Yes. Okay. At least one painting per person. I can carry most of this, I think. I'm not going to worry about your carry weight. Okay, great. <laughs> Fantastic. Video game inventory method. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you we could just say that you rolled up the paintings, you like broke them out of the frames and rolled them up, and that you're just strong enough to carry a bunch of fucking raw silver around. Okay, cool. I mean, um, I am a dragon, so... Yeah, I did not write a financial worth for the uh, wine. It is priceless. <laughs> like like yeah. a million gold, right? It's extremely, Such yes, it's extremely valuable. You cannot put a price on it. Is this the special select vintage or is this like the regular? (laughs) Uh, So you've taken uh, all the stuff in there, no problem. But as you pull out the last crate, you notice a wire bolted to the wall and up to the ceiling leading out of the secret room and back into the main warehouse. Wait, a wire? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to touch that. Did I move the crate too much? Did I just set off a trap? Why are you not answering me? <laughs> Why are you not answering me? It's either like a trap or a recording. Does or... it look triggered? Does it look angry? Does uh, anybody want to roll a check? Yes. Or... Is it investigation? <laughs> yeah. Seven. Also seven. So we're all huddled in this closet. <laughs> Is that what's happened? Oh my god, Mike, please roll an investigation check. What? For what? To figure out what the wire is? That's not my thing. I don't know what wires do. Just fucking roll it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, alright. Alright, I'm going to roll my minus one investigation. Janelle and Carlina got sevens, and I got a majestic four. <laughs> so, we can only go up from here. 
Wait, is it really minus one? Yes, I'm a I'm a barbarian. You're not fucking sixteen when it's minus one. <laughs> I like that I'm better at this, even though I'm worse than all of you. Brayden is broken. Oh, <laughs> Brayden. So you notice that the wire does not appear to be some kind of trap or anything. It seems to be more for basic communication. It might be there to alert someone if this secret room is entered or gone through, but you don't hear an alarm or anything like that. And with a six, well, I guess a 15, uh, I'll tell no, you. No, 16 with the minus one. Oh, great. Well, with the 16, you can see that the wire leading out into the main warehouse is heading upstairs. Uh, well, hey, everyone. Uh, it is not going to explode. So, you know, that's good news. That is good news. Uh, bad news is, if there's someone upstairs, they know we're messing with their stuff. Now you know. Okay, time to go. Let's go. Time to go. Agree. I like that we're all on that, that page now. Okay. Hey, uh, Rainier, why don't okay. you come with us for a drink? I heard you like drinks. You want a drink? Oh, yes. I absolutely love... I mean, he doesn't love... want to stay here. Yes. I... Yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> I love to drink. <laughs> and uh, and also, if you need a companion for the rest of this journey, you'll find I'm well-educated in the school of violence. And he flicks uh, one of the mannequins' heads off with the rapier that he's holding now. And also, he's changed out of those gross clothes into nicer clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I nudge Brayden, and I'm like... Oh my god, he's willing to come on his own. <laughs> this is amazing. We're all here to find our friend Floon. Brayden is suppressing a laugh, yeah. <laughs> this is going great. Okay. Shall we uh, uh, have a drink at the alibi before we continue our investigation? Maybe, maybe Rainier, you will tell us more things that will maybe clue us in to what's going on. Yes, for sure. I've definitely got more to say and stuff written for the alibi. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> what are you guys doing? To the alibi. Going to the alibi. You know, like in, in Scooby-Doo, when it zooms out in the screen <laughs> and then we're there? Can we do that? You're referring to the tabletop role-playing game, yes, Scooby-Doo? Right. Yes. <laughs> Listen, if they can do a freaking crossover episode with Supernatural, we can do a Scooby-Doo D&D crossover, okay? Does that make me friend? Hey, Janelle, uh, real quick, on Roll20, how do <laughs> yeah. I make all of you the dungeon master? <laughs> <laughs> okay, snark. Okay. <laughs> okay so you guys are going to to leave the warehouse is that what we're doing uh, yeah okay uh how are you gonna leave it <laughs> oh man oh that's like that's oh are they out front waiting for us god damn it i don't want to say i told you so <laughs> brayden shut up i mean i guess if i'm gonna do a blitz thing then i'm probably opening up that bay door no don't do it please <laughs> just throw open the bay door and walk out Wow. Can I, like, look out the window just to be, like, scope out the area? Great idea. Good bodyguarding, my bodyguard. Okay, so, uh, order of operations. Uh, Mizra, are you going to go open the... Are you going to go look out the window first? Uh, yeah. Do I have to roll anything? Uh, yes, you do, but let's get you there first. Okay. Oh, wait, are you looking at the bottom floor window that Blitz broke or the top floor window that uh, Brayden came through? The top floor. I want to look down. Well, you head up there, up a metal staircase, ignoring the wire that comes up there with you, and you find the window at the corner of the big, big warehouse, one of those little low, squatty, rectangular ones, and roll an uh, investigation. Oh, that's an eight. <laughs> an eight? <laughs> yep. It, uh, okay, well, with an eight, you see that everything is good and cool. And it's, I mean, everything is still very scary looking because you're in a sketchy part of town yes. in a 
criminal warehouse, but uh, but nothing seems to be particularly out of the ordinary. Now, I have a question about this wire thing. Would it have let somebody know, like, immediately if we were there or not? Like, would it be because we notice it? Are people, like, already on the alert that it's there? Or has it not been triggered yet? Or do we not know the answer? You would not know that. And also, we have not been sneaky for a while. Right. I'm I'm debating chopping the wire, because if they already know, I'd rather just, like, cut all ties with it now. But if they are not already alerted, me chopping the wire will alert them. I'll just tell you that you know that the wire is leading to somewhere, like, right by you. So if you wanted to investigate it, you could. I kind of want to follow it, but I will see what the group consensus is. I'm with Carlina. Go with your instincts. It's never led us wrong before. Listen here, smartass. <laughs> I trust you implicitly. I'll back your play. As he's ready to like turn into shadow and bolt again. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. I follow the wire. You follow the metal wire. It isn't hidden. It's bolted to the wall, leading you to the door of a small office, likely belonging to whoever oversaw the stock of this interim hideout. You don't hear anything through the open door, but you do smell something familiar blood and hot metal. You peek around the door and see an older elf male in a worn jacket, laying back in a beaten-up office chair, a cold-toned blood streaming down his face from a wound in his head. Oh! But there's something about the wound that catches your eye. There's blood everywhere, but there's no sign of a struggle. It looks like the man's death was quick, clean, a single point piercing entirely through his skull but there's none of the tiny scrapes that come from a blade nor the telltale silhouette of an arrowhead. Though the flesh is slightly torn and singed around it, the wound in the skull is a perfect circle. You may now make any checks you wish to make. Oh god, um... (laughs) (laughs) I guess perception? I I, I definitely want to do investigation, definitely. So I'm going to roll investigation first. And I got an 18 that time, much better. Oof, with an 18... You step inside and feel something roll beneath your boot. You stop and look down, seeing a small cylinder of blue metal, smooth on one end but compacted on the other. There is a maker's mark that is halfway melted and crushed that you may be able to make out with a more expert examination. You have only seen metal of this shade once before, on a weapon you have hidden away, stolen from a drow named Kelsit on the day you entered Waterdeep. Oh, yeah, I want that too. Can I keep the little metal barrel? You can. Cool. Uh, cool. Oh boy, all right, okay. <laughs> you see that on the table, there is an unused paper bird with a little blood spatter on it um, that you can pocket if you wish. A paper bird is like a, you like write a little tweet on it basically, and then you can send it off into the air and it will go fly to whoever you tell it to. Yeah, I want that. That's cool. Like a little homing pigeon. Yeah, and... And then, hey, where are the rest of you guys? Waiting downstairs to find out if it's if the ghost is clear to leave. Yeah, I strongly feel like if no one has yelled to me that I can't open the door, that I have opened the door. <laughs> open it up, my young lord. Okay, you wanted to open that loading door real bad, huh? Okay, well, <laughs> the the loading door rolls open, and in marches. Okay. A dozen men and women in tall steel helmets. I now try to close the door. (laughs) (laughs) Undo! Control Z! Make a strength check. Oh. It was not great. Seven. Several armored (laughs) hands come out and lift the door the rest of the way. Guys, I've made a mistake! 
As long as you learn from it, my young lord. In marches the city watch, led by two figures. The Vidalcan Poirot, ah. who blitz electrified with her breath weapon, and Braden's old acquaintance, Captain Hustis Staggett, whose hair and mustache is standing up on one side of his head as tiny bolts of static electricity still spark from his hairless partner. They have the sole remaining Kenku in custody, held easily by the Vidalcan Poirot. Am I still in the other room? Uh, yes, you are still upstairs, oh, thank Carlina. You. Great. Um... <laughs> Ah, Captain, we meet again. You seem to have forgotten all those nice things I said to you. I wasn't expecting to see you until tomorrow for dinner. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, sorry to uh, advance our date a little bit, but uh, I had this warehouse put under watch, and I see that it's paying off. Well, yeah, because we're doing your job for you, rescuing Raynar, yes? Yes, which of, which of your men has been watching it because they have been doing such a poor job that you, that you failed to notice one of the sons of Lord Wind, uh, Neverember being held in here against his will. You are welcome. We have freed him. He is our boon companion. What is the state of the city if the business leaders must be the ones solving crimes? Upon hearing and seeing Lord Neverember, Eustace Staggett straightens right up and starts hurriedly patting the side of his hair down to try and look a little bit more formal. Uh huh. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, we're definitely keeping Raynor. <laughs> okay, so Misra sees this and she, like, she steps out and, uh, like, behind <laughs> the group of people and she, like, does the equivalent of flipping him off. <laughs> Are you saying you come out and give him, like, one of those scratching your eye middle finger things? <laughs> yes, you're like, ah. which I don't know. Maybe it's, like, a flick of her ear for the drow or something. <laughs> she does, like, the head nod, like, sup. Yeah, Houston straightens right up and he says, Lord Neverember. I, I am glad to see you safe and alive in such unpleasant company. And Red Air steps forward and he says, uh, don't you love it when I just talk to myself for a while? Yeah. <laughs> he says, uh, I'm, ca- I'm captivated. Uh, yeah. This is going great. It's going to be everyone's favorite characters. You're, you're doing so good at it, though. That's what we're here for. Unpleasant. <laughs> captain, you stand before my rescuers. The captain looks shocked and he says, is, is that what they are? It is. My father gave them strict orders. Pursue me to my rescue and let no one get in their way. Surely they explained this to you. And he look, he turns around and looks harshly back at you guys. Well, we tried. Of course. That's definitely how it went down. I don't take orders from that guy. I don't know what this kid is talking about. But I will hold my tongue. Brayden. I... Did I say any of that out loud? <laughs> I mean, whatever. Uh, no, for sure you didn't. <laughs> Uh, well, this is certainly unexpected. Uh, and, and a soldier walks up to Hustis and whispers something in his ear. Uh, hey, Braden, can you roll a perception check? Sure. I am trying to perceive them now. Which one is my perception check? Oh, I will do it. That says perception. I got the nine. Our rolls are just so good today. It's been a long night. Okay. With a nine, you hear, you just hear a little bit of it. And you hear that the the soldier whispers to Hustis, They were here. Who was here? And Hustis frowns and rubs his temples and says, um, We'll sort this out in the morning. If you'll excuse us, this is, it's, this is a crime scene. I'm glad to see you safe, Lord Neverember. Please 
Take your friends and keep the blood off the streets. Mr. Stabiner, I'll see you for brunch. I will inform Gravensby. <laughs> Gravensby. When are you going to let that thing die? The City Watch fans out to secure the warehouse. And the Vidalkin smiles at the four of you, lingering briefly on Mizra. Oh, okay. Before breaking the neck of the captive Kenku. <gasps> is that foreplay for assassins? I feel like this is foreplay for assassins. <laughs> Mizra's into it. Mizra's into it. He drops the Kenku on the ground, enjoys a long ride, and goes off to investigate the warehouse further. Cool. So you guys make your way out of the warehouse and you now have some options here. I can explain your options to you or you can just role play it out or whatever. Oh, I was thinking maybe somebody might want to use their breath weapon on some of those guards. (laughs) 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 Okay, so just to just to summarize, just to summarize your where you're at, where your clues are, you've rescued Rainer Neverember, which seems to be a good thing based on him freeing you from the law. Yes, we desperately needed him. You have learned that the Zinterim kidnapped him in place of Floon because he has some sort of grand paranoid scheme behind him that he doesn't seem to know much about. You have a receipt from the old Zoblob shop from one of the Kenku uh, who apparently sold something to Zoblob. And it, it appears that the Xanathar Guild is behind the kidnapping. So since it's on our way back, I think we should stop by the shop and see what exactly the Kenku were selling. Just in case. Okay, my young ward is like still super fucked up. So maybe we should all go and like rest longly. <laughs> And then, and then, and then maybe pick it up after that. Is that the right words? The language, you know? I agree. It certainly is. You've learned the language of our people well. Thank you. Very kind, uh, Lord Neverember. It's on the way. Might I ask, where is the alibi? What a good question. Is this something that you guys have not discussed outside of this? (laughs) Okay. We have not. Is right in the middle of town. How convenient. It's in the docks. (laughs) (laughs) Can we record this later? (laughs) Let me just look look at a map real quick. I'm not trying to trap you. Hold on. It's it's probably in like the nice part of town, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like the the like the nightlife part yeah. of town. Well, yeah. There's no party board. Not since the incident. <laughs> <laughs> the confetti explosion of year two. Yeah. It looks like it would take you probably a while to get to Alibi because you're kind of like at the bottom of the map in the shittiest of shitty places yeah so you can go there it's just not necessarily like convenient maybe we should go to my ship then yeah it's on the way oh yeah let's just stop by the shop okay so we stop by the shop and then we go chill on my ship for a little bit yeah you're gonna have some stuff like a longish rest is time <laughs> <laughs> Okay, if my young wards is good to go, then I'm good to go. I'm I'm feeling great, personally. Yeah, just as a void of order, you don't need to do a long... You can do a short rest for like an hour somewhere to gain a lot of those good, good benefits. Are we closer to Blitz's ship or the Zob's fob shop, whatever? The shop. I bled out, basically, in his shop. What's one more bleed out in his shop going to do? I mean, I'm not bleeding. I, I have four hit points, but yeah. 
I think because that's probably on the way that it's What could anyways, go wrong so. with four hit points? <laughs> We're gonna have to buy some shit, probably. We're gonna he's gonna make us buy stuff. It's okay, I won't start any shit with anybody. <laughs> I'll be good. <laughs> there, you are you are learning. I like this. Okay, to the shop. Here we go. All right, so you guys walk back down Candlewick Lane, which has very little light, but you guys are dark vision people, so it doesn't super matter, and retrace your steps back to Old Zoblob Shop. And inside, you find the deep gnome Zabilabob leaning over a paper bird and writing furiously. And and a drown woman look like a ranger might be brigandy. Excuse me. Uh, what? Oh, what? are those are those notes on us? Oh, um, <laughs> hello. I believe I had specific words with you about what you could and couldn't tell people about us, namely anything. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't seem to, I don't seem to recall. Who, who are, who are you, people? Uh, the Drow Woman Ranger that you're writing about. I think that's uh, me. Do you want a signature? I can sign it for you. Take it off your hands, kind of thing. You know. Uh, like an intimidation check. Okay. I would like to do an insight check because Blitz is trying to figure out if he really can't remember us. <laughs> I got a seven, so I trip over myself. I got a nine, so I don't know if that means that I think he really <laughs> forgot us or what. I've already seen your guts tonight, knife ear. Oh, so you do remember us. Oh, okay. I thought he had real bad memory for a second. Brayden, Brayden doesn't take too kindly to uh, the disrespect from this tiny man. Everyone's tiny to you. <laughs> He's going to pick him up and bear his fangs at this guy. Oh. I'm thirsty, little man. Do you have anything around here to drink? Oh, sweet Jesus. Okay. All right. Look, 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 look. Put me down. Put me down. Put me down. I bring him really close to my face first. <laughs> like I'm really thinking about oh. it. And then, I'm, and then I'll put him down. Uh, where do you put him down? On the desk. He stumbles for a second. He's, he breathes deep. Like he's just seen his uh, gnomish gods, who we all know the names of. And he says, all right, maybe I know a little bit more about what you guys are doing than I said before. Um, But here, here, I'll help you. I'll help you. Look, 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 look. He picks up the paper bird. Follow this paper bird, but destroy it before it arrives, okay? Or they'll know I sent it. Also, because then they'll know you're coming. But uh, you've got what you want. Please don't hurt old Zabilla Bob. Zabilla Bob is good to know. He knows a lot of good secrets and he can pass them along, but only if he's still alive. Oh my God. I just had a brilliant idea. <laughs> Why don't we send that little bird to the guy we're looking for? <laughs> and then, Does that work? And then just go to where it goes. Does it, would that work? It's like a Hogwarts owl. It finds the person. I don't know. I don't know very much about magic. Does anyone who knows about magic want to like really give it a thing? I don't know anything about magic. I'm only level one. I don't get magic to level two. Did we break the game? Does anybody else here know anything about magic? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, but I want to hear what the DM has to say. So, yeah, yes, I do want. I do want to let you do this. <laughs> It will dramatically change the mechanics of this campaign. Are we, wait, 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 wait. Are, are we like gonna skip so, to a boss fight we're not ready for? Is that yes. I mean, we're gonna do it anyway. I mean, yeah, we should do it anyway. No, no, I can't die again. <laughs> again? No. We oh do God. the long rest first, right? Uh, <laughs> right? I mean, definitely pocket the bird. Well, once it's 
I have a question about this bird. Once it's like sent and ready to go, does it go out? Like, is it like start to go? So basically, here's what here's how the mechanics of the paper bird are going to work. Okay, so like he knows who he is sending this to, Z- Zabulabum. So if he throws it, it will go to where he intends it to go. And you can follow it and destroy it before it gets there if you want to be a surprise or whatever. But if it does reach its destination, it might not be great for Zabilabob. I don't know. But if you guys just take Mizra's spare paper bird that she just found and threw it, because you don't necessarily super know who you're sending it to or where, then uh. um, it, it wouldn't super work as well. Because this guy knows exactly oh, where it's going. Yeah. So, wait. If we just, like, wrote floon on the bird, would that work? It sounds like it could work <laughs> at a significant disadvantage. Here's what here's what I'll say. Because you guys have Rhaenair Neverember with you, he does know floon. <gasps> um, so, I, oh, I'm super hesitant to do that. I love that. I mean, I love this idea. <laughs> I know, me too. We're gonna die. We're gonna die, but yeah. We don't know the intended target of Zob's paper thing right hey little man where's that going that bird of yours who does it sing to uh well don't tell anyone i told you this because i'll super die he looks around (laughs) making sure that no one is watching him even though his shop is literally completely full of eyeballs (laughs) and he says uh this goes to the xanathar guild okay that checks out with what we know so far yeah well, the local line, anyway. It's not like the whole thing. Just like, you know, you got to spread out. I'm sure you'll understand. I don't understand you ratting us out, but all right. I like the idea of sending it directly to the person we're trying to find instead. We only have one bird, right? Do, wait, do they know Mizra has the bird or no? Uh, If you haven't told them, they don't know. I have not told them. Oh, okay. Just kidding. Erase everything I've said. But you do still have one bird that is full of information about you <laughs> yes. that um, Zabilabob has written and is about to send off. How many more of those birds you got, little dude? Can you make another bird? I can. You're going to. Can we have like three more birds? How many more? How much do these birds cost? Yeah, like a bird each. Uh, mm, uh, on second thought for uh, stuff, I have one more bird. <laughs> Besides this one that I'm using. This feels like a retcon. <laughs> this whole conversation's a retcon. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I have, I have one more paper bird I could uh, let off you for 50 gold or so. Oh, done. Do we have 50? Oh, wait. Do you sell illegal things? I sure do. <laughs> oh, my God. I have so many illegal things to sell you. And she takes out all the paintings and the silver bars and puts them on the counter. You buy these things, please. Okay, but if I buy these things, you gotta not hurt me at all. No deal. Mm, I won't hurt you. I can't speak for the other people. How about you buy these things from her and then I don't eat you? That's exactly what I said. Deal. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Okay, Donnie, how much was all that shit worth again? Uh, It was four 75 gold paintings and then... uh, (laughs) How much was this silver worth? 50 apiece for the gold piece. They were 50 apiece? Four. Time, 75. Okay, and then how many silver was there? Three. 15 10 pound silver Holy bars, shit. and they're worth 50 gold each. Damn, that's way more than I thought. The riveting contacts people come to this podcast for. <laughs> so 15 times 50, then. Yeah. So 750 gold. Yep. I'm impressed with your math skills, my young war. Holy fucking shit. 
I am rich. Er. Rich er. I finally have the amount of money that I should for my character. Congratulations. Y'all, I have 1,052 gold. So a bunch of birds. All the birds that you have. <laughs> yes. Okay. So here's 50 gold. Thank you. And I get bird. Let me just write that down on my character sheet. <laughs> Misra, you wanted to do something? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Zomblob. Uh, yes. who's got who's got that thing? Somebody give me that receipt. Here it is. It was in my wallet Fuck. that we established I had last episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Misra holds it up to Zoblob and she's like, what can you tell me about this? Who purchased this? What is it? We need all the information you have. Okay, let me just take this here and look at this real cool. You, oh boy. Uh, yeah, this went through a couple of days ago. Someone was looking for uh, an exotic creature as um, a gift, I think. I will get into the squishy details, but I got it, and now they got it. Like a tiger or like, or like a magical creature? I never saw it myself, but um, it must have been something pretty rare for one of these uh, Kenku Zens to turn coat for the profit. Okay, so not the tiger, probably more like a baby dragon. Also, does that mean that particular Zenku was not working with the other yes, one? Yes, that's what he's implying. He's implying that one of the Kenku used to work for the Zentrium. Yeah. And now works for Xanathar? Hmm. This is very complicated. But yes, that's, that is what happened. One of the Kenku, apparently, got a mysterious creature and turned coat. Wow. This is involved. I'm sorry. Are we calling the Kenku that work for that gang Zenku? I... <laughs> like you combined the gang and the Kenku name? <laughs> because I love it. Seems like a convenient shorthand. <laughs> yes, let's say that I made that up. <laughs> I'm so into it. Well, one of those Zenku is now a Zanku. <laughs> Yes. And also there's some kind of mysterious creature involved. Well, this has been great, but <laughs> I think I'm just going to turn in for the evening. And he, tr- and he tries to shuffle the, the paper bird on the desk back uh, into his... I'm taking um... that. Oh, okay. You now have the paper bird that he was writing on as well. <laughs> okay, cool. So I have one... Just to recap, we have a bird with all of our information on it, and we have... A blank bird that we all know Blitz has, and there is a secret bird. Yes, Misra has a secret bird. You, Janelle, or Blitz have a blank bird, and this, uh, and Zabilla Bob was writing on a paper bird that will go to the Xanathar hideout if you send it. Even if, even if he doesn't send it, like yeah, we could that's send fine. it. And we all have one hell of a loose okay, end. Cool. <laughs> a, a deep gnome a deep <laughs> who doesn't know how to keep his mouth shut. Hey, my young ward, what do you think we should do about this? Can he hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. What? I can hear no, you. I mean, can, can the gnome guy hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he can hear you. We what should, should we do really about nice him? We should be really nice and not do anything <laughs> mean to him right now. Good night. <laughs> okay, let's see how that works out. Mm-hmm. I love it. Oh, all right. Uh... Remember, destroy that bird if you send it. Uh-huh. Before you go. Okay. Good night. All right. Good night. And he, you guys leave the shop? Yeah, we, we're outside the shop. So he locks the door behind you guys. So we burn down the shop in tomorrow, maybe? <laughs> Let's save our very public crimes for later. <laughs> okay, 
okay. Let's stick to sneaky crimes for now. Okay, if that's what you want to do. Until our wanted level goes down. <laughs> like, slightly. I thought we are back at zero because of, uh, you know, nice fancy boy. No, I still have brunch tomorrow with, like, the police. Oh. <laughs> right. Okay, to the ship. I'm really excited to show you guys the ship. She's very pretty. Yeah, yeah. Go to let's go to the ship. Short okay. rest it. Okay, you guys want to go That's... find uh, Crown of Minus? Yeah. Yep. All right. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm worried about my friend, but I'm not one to insist in new company. I can't wait to see your ship. It's very impressive ship. Uh, it's got lots of gold on it. Oh yes. Has some fancy dragon scale sails. I love gilded vehicles. <laughs> Me too. Oh, we're gonna get along so well. The five of you make your way back towards the water, huddling closer together as a cold breeze rolls in from the Sea of Swords. You walk a little calmer now, knowing you have Rainier here to smooth things over with the watch if anything goes down. You walk past the skewered dragon where you had your run-in with poor Copper Silva. You see a few people stumbling out towards their homes, noticing how easy it would be to stick to the shadows and follow someone into the night. A little further down, you see preparations being made for the Sea Maidens Fair. Colorful flags and ribbons strung up across the boardwalk and piles of lumber placed around for the construction of booths and stages, as well as a colorful gallows for some sort of novelty execution. While we're walking, hey, my young ward, what would you say your big takeaways have been from your experience so far? Uh, maybe not to blow Dragon Breath into police officer's face. <laughs> if I had to, like, you know, just pick one thing. <laughs> Good lesson. Yes, my young ward. What do you, yeah, okay. That's a big one, yeah. Yeah. They really emphasize that in finishing school. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Moored a little further down, you also see the masts of two larger vessels, the Hellraiser and the Heartbreaker, Ooh. and see a skeleton crew of humans and the occasional half-elf watching supplies on the deck. Taking it all in, you could tell the dock ward is going to be one big party in a couple of weeks. Blitz especially, since the ships are moored so close to your own rented space. You consider how you might have your own vessel join in on the festivities as you walk by to where you left the Crown of Midas which you can now see, very clearly, is not there. Wait, what? <laughs> Are you being serious right now? Uh, so, Blitz, wh where is your your ship? <laughs> it's not here! Did you forget it somewhere, maybe? Do you still have the keys? <laughs> son of a bitch, Copper stole my fucking ship! This has been Abandoned Quest, a production of Sea Monsters Etc. Featuring Mike Allen as Braden Stabiner, Janelle Irene Lawson as Blitz Avianosets, Sarah Nagel as Zig, and Carlina Manzi as Misra Tiston. Music and Foley by Tabletop Audio, Kevin McLeod, Alan Gray, and Vince Vett. Character and album illustration by Jim, who you can find on Instagram at MadeFetish. 
You can follow us on Instagram at Abandoned Podquest. And if you are listening, we have an entire city to populate in Waterdeep. So post about us on social with your character name and we'll set you up with a nice little walk up in the Crown Ward, which... Well, more on that later. This has been your Dungeon Master, Donnie Knowles, and from all of us at Abandoned Quest, give up tomorrow. Tomorrow.